0: Hi, friends. Hello. Hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry With The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy to be back with a new episode this week. It's been a pretty good week. I'm um, happy Pride month. Listen, if you are not a supporter of the gay community or in the gay community you can kindly not so kindly actually fuck right off. You do not need to be listening to this podcast. This podcast is not for you. This podcast is not for haters of the gay community. This podcast is for haters of Tom Sandoval or Kanye West. Hi, welcome. Um <laughs> uh it's it's really been a a very exciting whirlwind of a week. I have so much to fill you in on. It's kind of crazy. I had to like really think about like when the last time we talked was because I just have so much to tell you. Um, I did 1000% forget to tell you guys last week about my pie um debacle. So, you know, I talked uh two weeks ago now about how I was going to make the otter a pie and I was really excited about it. Um, Yeah. So here's the deal. I fucked it up and you know, It's fine. I'm giving it another try today. I'm very excited. I don't think it was, you know, my lack of baking skills. It was my lack of fucks to go find cornstarch. They don't sell cornstarch at uh, Trader Joe's. And I was like, "Eh, what? How important could cornstarch be? Well, it turns out very. Um, It was more of a uh, the otter politely calls it a cobbler. I would call it a peach soup. It was very runny. Um, I literally drained the pie at one point. So but listen, okay, we all got to start somewhere. He still ate it. I think he enjoyed it. I put a lot of ice cream in there, so it kind of just became like, a peach soft serve, if you would. But um, I like I said, I'm trying back again today. I bought cornstarch. I'm really excited. And I actually so I have gotten my crust from TJ's. I act like I've done this a million times, but I get Trader Joe's pie crust and I think I'm going to add a little cinnamon sugar to the crust today. And then I also think I'm going to add a little sea salt caramel to the to the pie filling. I know that like maybe I should just master the recipe before trying to make it my own. But if there's one thing I can tell you about being raised by Trisha Florin, it's that um, I don't think I've ever seen her follow a recipe to exact. She always adds her little flair and like she just passed that down to me. What's a girl to do? So you know what? We're gonna try again today. If you wanna see the full video of my fail um, and what it looked like at the end, you could check that out on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. Ashley with two E's, of course, but y'all already knew that because you're here. But it was such a fun week, you guys. So I know I've been talking about this so much. Like I have just been dying to bring the otter to Sonoma County and we did it. It was so fun. I have to start by saying this, of course, as a radio person, you know, I just have to share that one of my favorite parts of being up there was listening to the radio stations. That I love And I know I'm so extra for this. But Eloy, a friend of the podcast, he's been a guest here on, I'm sorry, what, a few times. So he was on midday. So we were driving around and literally, like, I would be talking to the otter and then he'd come on and be like, and I'd like turn up the volume and I was laughing. I was having like the best time. And then it hit like 3 p.m. or 2 p.m. or whatever time he was off. And I remember that Natalie is on, um, who's also been on this podcast. And so she's on in the evenings or the afternoons. So I switched to the 101, which is a station that I used to be on with Dre. And uh, so I listened to her, and same thing. I was so excited. I laughed. It was so wonderful to get to hear like my friends and people who mean so much to me like on the air again I wish I would have been there early enough to listen to Dre in the mornings but I had my full Sonoma County radio lineup going and I was just the happiest girl and I'm sure the otter was like this girl's so wild my face would like light up I get so excited when they started talking and it was it was the nostalgia you know and I I also obviously had to drive him by the studio because the station that I used to work at was in train cars and it's so cool like they're so fun um I wish we would have had time to like stop in but I think that would have been maybe a little overwhelming for him because actually I don't I seriously think he's like unbothered by all of me like all of my crazy excitement but I just mean that like you know it's a lot of people for him to meet and you know I I'm hoping to get back up there sometime so I can can I can see everyone and go back to the station but it was it was such a good time so we obviously got sandwiches at Lombardi's as I've mentioned it's my favorite sandwich spot it also just so happens to be down the street from my ex-boyfriend's house so I politely waited until the otter and I were back in the car and leaving to mention that little fun fact because you know like why ruin the good day you know um he was also obviously unbothered he just had a little laugh about it but the sandwiches were so good I got the chicken and sauce with the garlic cheddar cheese uh and if you didn't know, so I love Lombardi's. They used to have like, OK, so they had a shop in Runnert Park as well, which is where Sonoma State University is. Shout out. We will be talking about this later. Oh, my God. La la. Anyways, um, if you don't know, but if you know, you know. Anywho, so <laughs> I during one of the summers and I think between my sophomore and junior year and into my junior year, they the Lombardi's had a sandwich spot in Runnert Park, but then they sold it and the guy pretty much kept the whole menu and I worked there along with friend of the podcast Ryan and um I just loved it I loved it I love sandwiches so working at a sandwich place was like the best I mean it was tiring and you know all that stuff but it was a really good time so it was like fun to be back um then we drove up to Williamson so this is a winery um or it's more like a tasting room I guess in Healdsburg which we love Healdsburg uh and they do like a wine and cheese pairing. It was delicious it was so good i the truffle salt i'm so glad i got to show them that and then we were just kind of walking around and um i was like oh my god golden state Ciders up here so if you aren't familiar with golden state cider you should be they're wonderful uh it's a cider company i don't know where they're like originally based but they have a tap room in sebastopol and the most important thing about this is that their mascot is an otter. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to go. Because every time we go to a brewery, he usually gets like a sour or a cider. So I'm like, okay, you seem like you're more of a cider bitch. So like, let me take you here. It's so fun. So we drove to Sebastopol, had some cider, walked around. Um, I got to show my favorite movie theater um, up there. Oh my God, why am I blanking on the name? Oh, the Rialto Cinemas. So the Rialto Cinemas in Sebastopol I don't know if this is true, but in my experience, it was the first place that I went to that sold alcohol and I would be off work at like 1 p.m. I would go to the Rialto in Sebastopol. I would have my glass of rosé and then I would have my bag of popcorn. And the best part was that they let their little seasonings out. So I get my white cheddar spread. I would add a little tiny bit of like cinnamon. uh it was so good. It was so good. Like the otter and I are going to the movies today and I just like I can't fathom Anything better than the Rialto Cinemas experience? You know what I mean. Um, So we did that. That was really fun. And then we were meeting friends of the podcast, Ryan, Julie, and Gigi for dinner, which was really exciting. I was so thrilled for him to meet them. They are such important people in my life. And you know, I it's harder when there's people who live farther away for him to like get to meet them. You know, especially like with our schedules. And so this was like super important to me. I um, was so excited. We went and had pizza. It was so much fun. Um, I just I just really had like the best time. I was so excited for them to meet and it seemed like it went really well. So that's very exciting. Uh, We love we love and it was just such a good time to see them. And I just it was the best. So then I also I was sad I wanted to walk him around Sonoma State because I am one of those people who's annoying and loves the college that they went to. Like I'm so proud to be a Seawolf, la la. Um, and I, I love the campus. I think it's gorgeous. I just had some of my best memories there. Like obviously it was hard, like any good thing is, but I was so proud of it. I wanted to show it off and, but we were so tired. So I just kind of drove around and then we stopped at Fruta on the way out. It is An amazing ice cream place. I was just so happy. And then we came back home and watched um, The White Lotus, which he's making me watch. And I am okay about it I just get I am so wild right now this is why I'm just watching documentaries I'm telling you I'm so protective of my peace and my energy that I'm scared when I watch shows that make me uncomfortable that it's gonna freak me out and the only reason I kind of can get through it is because I'm watching it with him so when I'm awkward and uncomfortable I just like squeeze his hand really tight so like it helps me and reminds him that he did this to me. But <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I know that if I said I didn't want to watch it like we wouldn't watch it. But now I'm I'm kind of in it, you know, so um, it was it was wonderful. And then we got to spend so much time together because normally on Wednesdays he has a meeting in the morning and it happened to get canceled. So we got to get some donuts and I drove him back. So I wanted to pick him up because It just like made more sense. And I was like, you know what? You drive to me all the time. Like I will drive and pick you up on my way to Sonoma County. We'll come back and then I'll just drive you in the morning. Like I don't have anything to do. So then I got to experience the traffic that he sits in to come and see me. And listen, I've never been one of those. Like, I mean, I do believe in the whole like if he wanted to, he will thing. But I don't like to subscribe. However, (laughs) I have to say like wow. And if he wanted to, he would like this man literally sits in traffic twice a week to come see me. Like that is that is wild. And I was very appreciative of it because I was like real tired driving back. And I was like, wow. Uh, So that was, you know, that was nice. I was like, okay, this that's very sweet. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it was it was a wonderful couple days. And then I was so tired as always. Like I've just been really tired lately. I'm sure it has something to do with like my medication or some shit like that. But like, who's in the mood to go and find out? I don't want to scooby-doo that shit up right now. So anywho, I, uh, after this, the couple days, I drove back to Livermore on Friday because my best friend Kim and Alex were coming home they live in Reno now so they were coming home for the weekend we were supposed to go see Stassi which was so disappointing Stassi from Vanderpump Rules um she was coming to Oakland on Saturday so we were drinking wine and I was like I'm buying his tickets so we like we're gonna go to that and then she postponed it to the 23rd but Kim already had her flight out so I was like I mean let's like spend the weekend together who cares uh, so on Friday I had got my Marietta's membership back last week. So I was like, we got to use it. So we went wine tasting, me, her and Alex. Um, we f- did like a full funny, I was like, we really hit the alcohol. So we started with wine at Marietta's and then I was like, I'm really craving like an Altamont beer. So we went to Altamont in Livermore and and had some beers and then we were going to go back home And we wanted to get a cocktail. And there's like like a speakeasy kind of cocktail place in Livermore now. If you're from the area, it's right next. It's right across from Altamont. And apparently you have to be like a member to get drinks there. But I was like, let's just try, you know. So we went in and yeah, you had to be a member. They wouldn't let us. And it's like $60 for life, which isn't bad. But I was just like, listen. I got to be careful about what I'm reckless spending on right now. And so I didn't become a member. And we just went to downtown Pleasanton and got a cocktail. And I was like, I love that we're doing this. But listen, I just have to say, I know that I came on here and I said I was an apple martini girl. And then I had an apple martini somewhere else and I didn't love it. And then I said, I'm a cucumber martini girl. So then I had a cucumber martini somewhere else and I didn't like it. They're just, it's so hard because I'm one of those people that actually does not really love to taste the alcohol, especially when it's vodka. That takes me back to a rough place in college. And I just, I don't know. In Mexico, the cocktail, the um, cucumber martini was like really fresh. And I'm like, well, of course we're in fucking Mexico. Like I can't compare it. I can't compare. So, you know, I, I think I just I'm trying really hard to expand my horizons and be like a fun cocktail girly. And it's just like not working for me. I think I'm just a beer and wine girl. And like it is what it is. I mean, that's not horrible, but I just, you know, I just wanted to be different. Honestly, what it was was like I knew I was going to be at some point going to the restaurant that the otter worked at. And I wanted to look a little bit classier and order like a classy cocktail, which is how I started this journey. And I absolutely did not. But we'll get to that. So um, anyways, we had the best time. We went back to her parents' house. There was a surprise there. I'm going to save that. Actually, a little teaser Rooney. I'm going to save what happened at her house for the episode on Friday of I'm Sorry What Wedding. So a little teasy, a little like predictable maybe. But I'm going to talk about this on Friday. So I'm really excited for that. Sorry, I had to take a quick phone call from the otter. He is on his way. Very exciting. Normally, I try to be done with like everything about an hour before he usually leaves because we talk on the phone while he drives down here. But last night I was hurting. I don't know what is wrong. Like, I mean, obviously. Actually, no, I don't know. You know why? Because every doctor can't decide if I have fibromyalgia or not. But I feel like when I have the symptoms, I'm like, these are clearly the symptoms. So then I got myself in a Google Spiral. It was so frustrating because I was like, my fucking body hurts so bad. So I was like, okay, what can I do at this moment? I had my heating pad on. Unfortunately, I left my ice packs in L.A., which I'm going to have to get back um, for my knees. But I also last night in a panic bought ankle ones because it's like every fucking joint, you know, in the building. It's very frustrating. And then I was reading and it was like, you know, these fruits cause inflammatory and these fruits like help stop inflammatory. And they were quite literally the same like fruits. It was the same list. And I was like, this is so annoying. And I this is how desperate that I got. So I remembered that the otter has told me that he has dated people in the past who have fibromyalgia. And so I called him and I was like, listen, and I we talk about his his exes and everything. I don't love to hear about it. Um I mean I don't mind it. Like some of the stories are obviously like very funny and stuff, but like, you know, I I don't want to know too much about them, but I was so desperate that I was like, I need you you to tell me like what did the exes do? Like, did did they have anything to help? There wasn't really much. So, um yeah. So anyways, all of this is to say that I didn't sleep very well last night. So I like to get up around 6 a.m. no matter what, 7 at the latest, and I got up around like 8.45 today, so, and I want to do my full routine, I want to go on my hot girl walk, I wanted to journal, because I haven't been journaling either, I just feel like so off base, you know, so I wanted to do my full routine, so it made me run a little late, like I was supposed to have the pie done already, like, whatever, we don't have like this very intense day planned today, and I'm trying to be like, whatever, you were sick, you're not working, like, these are the moments for you to relax. It's just like relaxing is not always in my vocabulary. So I'm working on that. But anywho, I'm excited for him to come down. And let's get back to my weekend. Speaking of him. So on Saturday, uh, I had breakfast with my mom at the Country Waffle in Livermore. So we used to go there like when school ended or anytime we had like a celebration or my mom wanted to, you know, spend time with me or whatever, we would go Two country raffle, just the two of us, and had breakfast. So we went back to celebrate the fact that I got a job, which was really exciting. And then um, in the afternoon, um, Kim and Alex and I were planning to go meet the otter. So he really got like a full social week, which is why we're kind of like, all right, let's tone it down. But so he met Ryan and Julie on Tuesday, and he met Kim and Alex on Saturday. It was so fun. Um, they love him. It was amazing. Uh, I really appreciate Kim's review. And I obviously can say this because the otter doesn't listen to the podcast. Big advantage. But I know you all will love this. Um, when the next morning we went to brunch. I know I'm jumping ahead of time. But in my my friends were like, oh, what did you think of the otter? And she was like, oh, I think I think she's going to marry him. And I was like. Thank you. That's the best review that we could have given. They absolutely loved him. We had such a fun time. I tried new seafood, you guys. I am so proud of myself. I I had seafood dumplings and I had um, crab rangoons for the first time and they were good. I enjoyed both meals. It was very delicious. I also... Um, It was really funny because so when we got to the restaurant, um, he had got us a bottle of champagne and the problem we went to the restaurant that he works at. First, we met him like at a bar so we could have he didn't have a drink, but just so he could like meet them. And, you know, we were drinking, obviously. And then um, he got us a bottle of champagne and it was the same champagne that I use for my champagne goals. And um, I had mentioned that I haven't really been drinking it. I don't know if it's that I don't like it per se. I think it's pretty good, but I think I just don't really like I don't just don't drink that often by myself because I get bored. You know, I used to drink by myself so I could bumble, you know, like what am I going to fucking do now? Usually if I want to drink and I'm home, I will like FaceTime usually Kim and be like, hey you and Alex having a drink can I join you you know anyways all this is to say that I mentioned to the otter that I don't really drink that champagne so that would happen to be the same brand that they put down and I was telling the night before when we were at the bar uh, place we went to La Conda in Livermore or sorry sorry that was on Sunday we went to Laconda in uh, Pleasanton, or I don't know how you pronounce it because there's a Laconda there that's Italian. There's another Laconda that's there and it's Greek. So we went to the Greek one, whatever. So anyways, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never seen this like Prosecco technically like in the flesh. This is the one my dad gave me to do my champagne goals with. And then uh, that's the bottle he brought. And I was like, oh my God, this is like, this is the champagne goals. And he was like, oh shit. And he like takes it back and then he brings me A bottle of sparkling rose because he's like i know that you don't like that champagne and i kim was like the fact that he knew and i was like i know i know so uh yeah it was really fun like i said i explored new seafood but then i got the kids chicken strips and they were amazing you guys the chicken strips were so good i and they had shoestring french fries oh it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then we drove back to Livermore and I was exhausted. I literally like passed out like 9 p.m. My food, my stomach was so full. We even got dessert. Like I never get dessert at restaurants, but I had the white chocolate cheesecake. Oh, my God. It was fucking fire it was so good um and yeah they loved him which was great and then the next morning it was my friend shana's birthday so we met her and, and some of our friends at the laconda in livermore which was really great they were doing an 818 tequila event i was like okay kendall jenner go off in livermore uh it was it was really fun they were like if you bought a cocktail you got like a shot or something like that i had a mimosa the mimosa was fantastic i've never done brunch there at livermore peeps listen up the La Conda brunch was fantastic. The menu is not huge, but I had like the breakfast platter was with eggs and sausage and bacon and potatoes and the fruit was so fresh. You know, I'm on a fucking fresh fruit hype right now. So it was it was fan freaking tastic. It was so good. OK, so. Um, anyways, it was really fun. So glad I got to celebrate um, Shana. It was really good time. Um, the weather was great. The vibes were wonderful. And then I was driving back to uh, to Campbell. And OK, a couple factors going into this drive. It was the Livermore Rodeo. Which, you know, I had run into um, a guy I went to high school with at Altamont and we were talking about how it was the rodeo this weekend. He's like, oh, are you in town for the rodeo? And I was like, you know what? I've never been. And he said that, like, I think there's two different kinds of Livermore people, the people who go to the rodeo and the people who don't. And I could not agree more. I don't know how to describe it, but they are different. So anyways, um, I, the rodeo was happening and then they closed down a part of the freeway, 680, which if you're from California, Northern California, big freeway. Uh, going to San Jose. So I was driving and I was like, ugh, the, the road that I take is usually 84. And it's it was so backed up. It was stopped. I was like, there has to be another way. So I went to the freeway and I was like, you know what? Maybe everybody knew about the detour in 84. So maybe there's another detour. Um, there was another detour, but it was equally as backed up. I drove through Sunol. And I have to say this, being stuck on a drive in Sonol was significantly better than being stuck on 84. It was sh- it, there was trees everywhere, so it was shaded, and I saw a farm of llamas. I was so I was like, oh my god! I was on the phone with the otter, and I was like, llamas! There's so many llamas. There was like 12 of them. Okay, there was like six. Whatever. I'm being I'm exaggerating a little bit, but they were all different colors. They all had different patterns. I never seen I never seen so many llamas. I didn't even know they existed. I was in Livermore. I was I was thrilled or Sonol wherever I was. Um, but all this to say, even though it was exciting to be stopped next to llamas, um, this drive home took me about two and a half hours, and that is just to explain the second half of my story. So I get back to town, and I immediately go grocery shopping because I knew I wanted to meal prep uh, for the week. I meal prepped fucking wild, like all three meals. I'm doing for breakfast. I'm doing a hard boiled egg, but I don't eat the yolk, um, which I know might sound weird, but whatever hard-boiled egg, sweet potato, and chicken apple sausage. And then for lunch, I was having a, like, kind of a Cobb salad. So I did turkey bacon, um, hard-boiled egg, lettuce, tomato, olives, because I like them, and chicken. And then for dinner, I was having burrito bowls. So cilantro lime rice and ground turkey and then cheese and also tomatoes. And then I also for desserts was going to have nectarines and and strawberries cut up with some Cool Whip. So like I did all that. Like I was chopping. I was cooking. I was so tired. So I got done probably around like 530 or so. My sister had called me and I was like, let me call you back when I'm done. I'm like, I'm in the zone. I was almost done. So I call her back and she's like, Domino's missing now if you don't know who Domino is Domino is the family cat originally it was my sister my sister had two cats Domino and Pebbles she moved back home and brought the cats with her and you know when she moved out they stayed because my mom really fell in love with these cats and so Domino was missing and I was like oh shit you know and so we're talking about it and I'm like and my mom is just she's like mom's like so upset she loves these cats you know And we don't know where he is. And they're like they are indoor cats, like they don't really go outside. Sometimes my mom like lets Domino in the backyard when she's back there or whatever. So like it is a little bit scarier because, you know, they don't go outside and he's a handsome boy, you know, that as my mom would say, you know, so there was a lot of fears, like maybe someone else took him, maybe like a animal took him, like, I don't know. Right. And I was like, I got to come back home mostly because, okay, Domino's gone missing a few times and I have found him every time. So I now I think I'm some sort of fucking cat god. Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking find the cat. I need to go home. So I drive all the way back to Livermore. And I know all the ways is is the dramas because it's only like a 45 minute drive. But I just want to remind you that it took me two and a half hours almost to get home. And then I immediately went to Trader Joe's and then I immediately started cooking. So I'm like, exhausted. And I drive back. I get there. My mom's like, you do not need to come home. And I'm like, I'm coming home. I'm going to find this fucking cat. Like, I feel like I need to help. Listen, I'm unemployed right now. Like, this is the time for me to be able to come back and go on the cat hunt. So I drive back and <laughs> my, my, I get there and my sister and I, cause my sister also had her daughter uh, you know my niece Madison with her and so I was like well she's not going to be able to look because her husband was like playing hockey or something so it was just like it just seemed very chaotic and I was like I think they need somebody with no responsibility to be there and like that's me so by the time I got there my brother-in-law had picked up my niece and so my sister and I went through and we live in Springtown and there is what now I have to call to paint the picture an abandoned golf course there it, it's no longer a golf course which is tragic but like the the like the little trees or bushes, I don't know, are really grown out. So I'm like, he's probably in one of those, you know. And I have to say, got to give it to my friend Karishma. I like I posted about Domino being missing and she was like on it because like her cat went missing. So she had all these suggestions. I talked to her on my drive home. And so I get there and we, my sister and I walked around for an hour. She put her Apple watch on. I'm mad that I didn't put mine on. Um, you know, we earned lots of steps. Like we were kicking down these bushes. My poor all birds were like covered in like those little pokey bush things. Like we were like blood, sweat and tears looking for this cat. Right. So we were out there for about an hour and I was like, my legs hurt so bad. Like, I'm so sorry. Like we got to go. And then we were both like at what point, like, can we eat? Because I hadn't eaten either. We were hungry. We don't want to be rude. So I was like, well, let's just like go home, sit down, whatever. Because I was thinking, too, like, at least I could be like up waiting for the cat. I don't know. I was like, I can sleep in the living room. I don't know. So anyways, we're like all sitting there. And, you know, uh, all of a sudden, my sister just opens the garage door and in jumps Domino. And she just like, screams, she's like, Domino! And we're like, no fucking way and the the absolute narcissist in me was so annoyed it wasn't me I had the biggest hero complex going into this like I was in full I I can own my own flaws I had full hero complex I thought I was gonna roll home and save the day and fucking find the cat and I was a little annoyed because I kept telling Jillian I was like I swear to God, this cat's in the garage. Like, I just think because he hides like in so many places. But my dad was in there with a flashlight. No one could find him. And yep, he just popped in. And my mom was like, you cannot tell this this story on the podcast. And I was like, I did not drive all the way back from Campbell when I was exhausted to search for your cat to not be able to use it on the podcast. Listen, I'm sorry. This is what happens when you birth a, ce- a celebrity. Like I i have to, I give the people what they want. I had to post on my story about the cat that people want to know what happened with the cat. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell them. So then my sister and I rewarded ourselves originally by going to Taco Bell. We were going to go to Taco Bell. And the funny thing about my sister and I is we used to go get fast food like all the time. And consistently we would like be in line at a different place, like at McDonald's and be like, yeah, but do you want Taco Bell? Like, and then we would just Back out of line, leave like it was before we ordered, obviously, and all this stuff. So we were going to talk about, and she's driving there. And she's like, "But what do you think about Wendy's?" I'm like, "We cannot do this." But then she was telling me about these like grab bag things. I don't know what they call them. Snack snack bag. I don't know. So it's like five dollars. You get a a teach burger or you can do the. I did the six dollar one, but they didn't put bacon on it. Six dollar was a bacon double cheeseburger, a four piece nug, um, French fries. And a drink. And I was like, oh, this is like legit. Like, this is a good fucking deal. So um, we went and got those um, and we just enjoyed our food and enjoyed our peace. Oh, we got a Frosty, too. I tried the strawberry Frosty. It was so good. I'm still thinking about it, honestly. It was amazing. So, you know, we uh, yeah, we worked we worked our little asses off and it it uh, it paid off. You know, we found the cat cat's home the cat's doing good and i'm not gonna lie to you guys i talk a lot of shit about the cats i'm like i'm a little bit of a hater baiter when it comes to the cats but i do i do love them like domino and i have a bond i have a song for him so i was like singing it around livermore what what, the strangest part of this to me was that there are two people i'm like running around with like treats in my hands going domino the cat meow meow domino the cat meow meow um and or just yelling domino and like no one came out of their house no one even peeked through their window I would be all about this shit like if I heard someone just like yell I would want to know what's up like whatever happened to nosy neighbors like I know we're all like you know I know some people must have been just watching from the ring doorbells but like I don't know you don't want to come out I just thought it was weird I thought it was weird and then my sister and I also pointed out we didn't see any other animals like I was walking around shaking treats and there was no cats following me. I thought it was really strange because I thought if we could get one cat, then we could tell that cat to look for Domino and then it'd be like, you know, that scene in Aristocats where like the cat tells one cat and then it tells the dog and then it tells the horse and like everybody knows that the puppies are. My- oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong movie. I'm talking about 101 Dalmatians. In 101 Dalmatians, when the puppies go missing, because Cruella de spoiler, steals them. Um, she, they like alert all the dogs and like they all talk to each other. So I thought maybe the cats could do that, too, and find Domino. But yeah, no cats came to us. And yeah, it was just it was a roller coaster of emotions. And I was like, wait, I'm going to miss this cat. Like, it is nice having a animal presence in the home. You know, we didn't have one forever. So I thought it was nice. But Luckily, we don't have to picture a world without Domino because he was very much found. Hi friends. You know, I love answering your questions and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast. And now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you. Bye. All right. Wow. We are finally done with Vanderpump rules, like so crazy. So I had to go back. This is how like wild my week was that I kind of like forgot where what week anything happened. So I had to go back to my show notes from last week to make sure that the finale was actually like this week, you know? Um, what a wild ride. So I have to start by saying this because I alluded to it earlier in the podcast and it's not in my notes, so I don't want to forget it. But on the peacock extended version of the vanderpump rules reunion lala is getting in an argument with raquel obviously and she was like talking about how dumb raquel is and she's like i have a college degree nobody go to that school like because if this is what comes out of it and i was like no so for those of you who don't know raquel was a motherfucking sea wolf she went to sonoma state university and i was like not lala obviously one of my favorite characters on the show throwing so much shade shade at sonoma state and i i did a tiktok about this and i was like sonoma state this is our moment i think that we should give lala kent and ariana maddox an honorary degree like the pr needs to be out on this and i know there's a pr class and and club on campus and you're really telling me that none of them watch vanderpump rules like this is the biggest scandal that's going on right now and like they haven't said anything and I just want them to be shysty and say something. But, you know, I haven't actually watched the full um, unedited version because I don't have Peacock, but um, I meant to watch it when I was at my parents' house, but there was like just too much going on. Um, but I saw the clip of it on TikTok and I was horrified. I was like, not Lala throwing shade at Sonoma State University. I'm heartbroken. So the big reveal I mentioned last week that I thought we were going to be disappointed So the big reveal was that they have actually been hooking up for longer, and the first time that Raquel and Tom Sandoval, oops, Tom Sandoval hooked up was, um, or not the first time, sorry, like another time that it happened was when ariana was away for her grandmother's funeral like and raquel decides to tell that not during the reunion but six days later she was filmed and not she wasn't filmed to do this confessional it was like little sound bites for like the other episode and she just comes out and says it and so they waited till the very end and from what i heard from lala on her podcast like None of the cast saw it until it came out. Like they saw it with us, which is absolutely wild. And at first I was kind of like, this doesn't really surprise me. And also they kept saying that this is going to be something that, you know, will make some of the cast not want to film again or like or we might need a break or whatever. And so when it came out, I was like, I don't really understand like how this would make people not want to film like this doesn't seem as big of a reveal. But then I want to just like. Go back and think about it this way. When they were saying that, like it was kind of right after this came out. And you have to remember that this filming of this reunion came out like only a matter of like weeks or they they filmed only like a matter of weeks or so after Skandoval broke. So it's kind of hard because right now we're seeing, you know, everybody on the cast fucking benefit as as so much shit from Scandal, like everybody's getting deals everybody's making money especially Ariana so you're kind of like yeah what the fuck do they care about the timeline now but like if you think back to like like and humanize it for a minute and go oh my god like this happened like while Ariana was at a funeral like this is so fucked up it just adds another layer of pain and hurt to it so I think what they're Trying to say, I think what the producers were getting at is that, like, there is going to be a lot more pain there. And it's hard because we're seeing Ariana out on interviews right now, kind of like doing good. So it's kind of like at this point, what's going to affect her? But, like, think about it from the perspective of, like, you're just finding out and all this stuff. Because, you know, there was a part of me that was having a hard time with everybody yelling at Raquel because of the way Raquel was handling and she was just like, yep, you're right. Like she was owning it. It's kind of like when they were yelling at Sandoval and it was they were and he was yelling back, it was kind of easier to hate him. But I quickly did not give a fuck about like them yelling at Raquel when you see them cut to, you know, like just Sandoval and Raquel backstage and they're like laughing. And she's like, oh, remember when James said that Ali was an upgrade? Well, I guess I guess she was right. And they like laugh and it's the weirdest laugh. I'm kind of convinced that they're both on drugs. Like, I don't know. It was just so bizarre and it was nice to see her cry at the end. But I also feel like what happened was is she realized that like she is going to be the villain in this and there's no coming back. And I do think she felt really bad and was like, oh, my God, like this sucks. But I also think her team was like, dude, you got to come off remorseful. And we need to just throw Sandoval under the bus at this point. Like, I do think Sandoval manipulated her. But and everyone's like, she's young. I'm like, she's 20 fucking eight. And Lala pointed a good point. She was like, I'm when I was 28, like I lost my dad. Like I was making all these decisions. Like people become parents at 28. Like my friends were parents at 28. Like I don't think 28 is that young. You know, I mean, I know that your 20s are for making mistakes, but like How big of a mistake, like when you look back on it, it's kind of like, I mean, you can make make mistakes at any age is what I'm learning, obviously, as as someone who's 30. Like, I think I'll look back when I'm 40 and be like, oh, I made all these mistakes in my 30s and I'm so glad, you know, like that's how I look on my 20s. Anyways, all this is to say that like, as you can totally say, and I believe that Tom Sandoval manipulated Raquel. I 1000% believe that. But there was a part of her that must have wanted it too, because she like, talk to Ariana about, like, she was conniving enough to talk to Ariana about them breaking up. Like, it was so weird, bizarre. On Lala's podcast, she talked about how um, she saw a TikTok where someone compared it to, like, like uh, Charles Manson or whatever, like, just talking about that kind of, you know, narcissist and preying on people like Raquel. So, like, kind of going for that. And I, like, listen, my end of the the day decision is that I do believe that Raquel was heavily manipulated by Tom Sandoval. But I also believe because you can go back and be like, she dated James right away. But there is has always been a part of me that felt like Raquel stayed with James to get on the show and was only going to be on long enough to, like, get her own storyline. And I think she thought, okay. I want to make sure I stay relevant like this whole Schwartz thing like the season was kind of centered around her somehow like it became about her being a part of a scandal and that's how she got airtime and I think she thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna continue this and Tom Sandoval is gonna keep me safe because he's such a big member of the show I think what nobody saw coming and what I always knew is that no one fucking likes Sandoval I didn't realize I was like everyone was really with me on this but I don't know. It was it was heartbreaking. And obviously the worst part of the whole thing was when Tom Sandoval. So basically they're asking, you know, if Tom hooked up with anybody else um, while he was hooking up with Raquel and Ariana goes, yeah, me and Tom goes, yeah, she kept her T-shirt on the whole time. It was really hot and everybody's face like I felt like there was an audible gasp in America, When that happened, because it was just like, especially like even like guys think that's fucked, but like female, like for I can't even get into it about myself, but like you knew that Ariana had body image issues and like to say that, like he's so fucked up. And like, I'm so I'm not happy he said that because I don't want Ariana to hear things like that. But you know what? She made merch and she's going to get her bag on it. But it was just like, see, you guys stop fucking acting like Tom Sandoval is redeemable because he's not. He's just not. Some people just suck and that's it. And they just don't deserve the fame that they get and we just need to stop feeding into it period and that's Sandoval so anybody going to Tom Sandoval and the most extras like fuck you stop doing that like just we gotta stop supporting this fucker we just have to um also uh I so I listened to Tom Schwartz on Jax's podcast and it was really hard for me because like I listen I just don't give a shit about Jax and I feel like he lies a lot so it's kind of like you know, I don't know. He's like, this is how I felt when I listened to his podcast. It was just hard. because I was like, oh, I don't want to give Jax any like any smoke. If you don't know, Jax used to be on the show, but he hates Sandoval. So this was kind of fun. And Tom Schwartz is like, yeah, you know what? I think I like really fucked up and I am going to distance myself from Sandoval. But then he's like, but you know, Sandoval's on tour, so I haven't really talked to him. And I'm like, are you distancing yourself from him? Are you not talking to him? Or is he not trying to talk to you because he's on tour so it's convenient? Like, what's going to happen, like, that one song? What you going to do when you can't say no and you're feeling such a show? Boy, I really need to know. How are you going to act? How you going to handle that? What you going to do when he wants you back? Like, what are you going to do when Tom Sandoval wants you back, Schwartz? Are you going to stand up for yourself? Like, I, you know? But what changed my tune on Jax was that I actually listened to him on the toast. I love Claudia, and I read her book and I follow her on TikTok and Instagram but of course I don't listen to the toast because I suck and I need to because I know I love it but I had to listen to this episode with Jax and you know Jax was just like really um you know kind of humble and you know he's talking about being back on the show but he's like talking about how it was good for him not to be so it was kind of good um and then also in my like, final vana prep rules news I was kind of worried that like I kind of was worried that Stassi wasn't friends with anybody anymore because I hadn't seen anything, but Stassi, Katie, Lala, and Christina Kelly were all together at Something About Her, and they showed us kind of a inside view on social media, and it looked amazing, but I am still a little bit mad at Stassi because I'm like, why were you in LA at Something About Her when you're supposed to be in Oakland for a show, you know? But anyways, last little bit of celebrity gossip for you. Olivia Rodrigo announced that her new single, Vampire, is going to be out on June Thirtieth, your girl is ready for some more Olivia. Like it's been way too fucking long, don't you think? I'm excited to hear it. I want her and Taylor Swift to be friends again. I don't really know what's going on with them. and That stresses me out, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, for Ask Ashley this week, I have been kind of dealing with something that I thought would be interesting to talk about here on the podcast, and that is the idea of being selfish. So I think something that I'm really struggling with is figuring out how to be selfish. Like I'm almost like I got to the point the other day where I was on a Honka walk and I'm like, I hate that I feel this way, but I'm like low key jealous of selfish people. Cause there's a lot of like decisions that I need to be making right now. And I'm having just like a really hard time making them because I just don't want to let anybody down. Like it's it's that's and I think that's a very good quality, but I think I just flew a little too close to the sun because I think for me like Growing up and seeing selfish people like I in my head was just like I never want to be like that Like I never want to be someone who makes people feel uncomfortable or you know, makes everything about them. I mean, the otter does joke. And I think we all know that, like, listen, I do love to be the center of attention. And maybe sometimes I like end up making things about me by and I but I don't really do it intentionally. I think that I I love that core version of myself that like cares about people. But I think I flew a little too close to the people pleaser side. And like, basically, I've been trying to figure out how to do this, like how do I make decisions that, you know, still make me feel like myself and I still care about people, but also like don't hurt me, you know? So I, in my head, I was like, it's, it's a healthy selfish. Like I need to figure out how to be a healthy selfish. So I thought I like started a revolution. I was like, oh my God, look at your girl. Like she's so smart. Like I'm going to start this whole thing about healthy selfish. Well, obviously it already exists. Cause then I Googled, like, uh, like I tell you, I was on a Google hype cause I just, I just wanna be better physically and mentally. So now I'm just like, okay, in order to do that, I have to figure it out. And I had this revelation before I had therapy because Andrew's on vacation. So, you know, obviously I would have asked him and got his take, which I'll do this week. But instead, I went to Google. So I Googled healthy selfishness, and then this um, article came off from happyfull.com. So, what they said is the definition of ha- healthy selfish refers to having a healthy respect for your own health, growth, joy, freedom, and happiness. It can mean using boundaries to help you define and focus on your needs and those of others. By setting boundaries, we can not only allow our focus to return to our own needs, but we can create an emotional bandwidth to refocus on those that we love and care for. For example, by saying no to attending a work social on a Friday night that you know is likely to make you feel exhausted, drained, and overwhelmed, you can instead reserve your energy for spending time with friends and family. This is the type of healthy selfishness that means you are prioritizing yourself and those closest to you using your time and energy to do the things that support the ones you care about the most. So I thought that was really interesting, you know. So then it went on to like, list a couple things that will help you be a healthy selfish. And I I thought because I'm going through this that like you might be going through this too and you might want to know. So here's what they said. Setting healthy boundaries, which I think is really boundaries are so important. I'm actually like on oh, I'm sorry what weddings I'm going to talk about boundaries when it comes to weddings and being a bridesmaid, but in general, I think, you know, boundaries are really important and and it's hard because I was just talking to a girlfriend about this and There are moments where I did not set boundaries and then someone kind of overstepped those bounds and then not only and then I find myself upset with that person and then I step back and I'm like actually I think I'm more upset with myself for not setting clear boundaries. There are people that you're kind of like okay maybe I should have boundary set with them but I also hate that. They push me to need boundaries and that's OK. But I also just think that in general, we need healthy boundaries. And I think I get more mad at myself for not setting a boundary than I am at that person for not doing it. And I think that boundaries are trendy right now, you guys. So uh, I think it's OK to set them because everybody kind of knows about them. Also, making self-care a priority. This is like meditation, healthy eating, exercising. And I have to say that, too, like when it comes to meal prep, it's like, you know, um, that took me a really long time to do, but I had to prioritize it for myself. And it's so annoying. I have to say this. I, I hate this because, listen, I am a Taco Bell breakfast girly. Like I, you know, I love my fast food and I think treating yourself is like a key. But I will say this. So because I was on a ball and on a budget, I've been eating like toast every single day for breakfast. And now that like there's going to be an income, And I haven't been feeling very good. I was like, okay, maybe we need something else. So I like I said, I meal prepped my breakfast of sweet potatoes and sausage and hard boiled egg. And I was in such a grumpy fucking mood this morning. And then I decided I had my breakfast and I immediately felt better. And I hated that for myself. Genuinely, I was like, I hate that this healthy food just made me feel better. But it did, you know, having self-respect and not allowing others to take advantage of you. I thought that was a big one. And that's really hard, too, is identifying these moments and these people and these things that are actually taken advantage of. It's like it's not all about like the people who are going to be on your side. They will not mind if you take they actually want you to take time for them. There's a difference between like, okay, I really feel like even though I'm tired, like I need to go to my friend's birthday because like I love them and I want to be there and supportive versus feeling like, well, if I don't go, then they're going to be just be so mad at me. And I'm going to hear this all the time. Like when you keep people in your life that, um, you know, don't take advantage of you. You actually want to power through these moments to be there for them. So pay attention to that. Um, balancing your needs with the needs of others rather than prioritizing others over your own needs. That That's a big one for me, too, because I feel like I mostly just like I was just doing things because I didn't want people to be upset with me. But I think that, you know, t- doing things for me is like, OK, and those people will be fine. But it's so hard to remind yourself of that. Like and I would say this. One of the biggest mistakes that I keep making Is when I have to make a decision, I take a really long time. And I think that makes it worse. I think the longer you take and the least you communicate. Like, for example, there was, I was trying to decide about a wedding that I had coming up where a bunch of my friends are going. And I was like, I just don't think I can afford to stay out there. And I've been thinking about this and how I wanted to say it to them. And then someone texted me and was like, Hey, so I'm thinking about doing this for the wedding. Like, can you go? And I immediately felt bad because I was like, God, I wish I would have been able to say something before they did. And I had a lot of regret. And this is a big other reason why I suck at texting because I get stuck in these holes. And then I sit here and I think about it for hours and hours and days and days about like what I'm supposed to say and how I'm going to say it and not hurt their feelings. And this is something Andrew and I talked about really early on is like just trying to say things and trust that if I hurt somebody, they will tell me. But like that my friends know my intentions. You know, I'm still working on it right now. I'm currently doing a bad job. I just want you to know that's why I'm saying this. Um, okay. Other point, knowing when to give your time, energy, attention to others and when to step back and recharge. I think journaling is really helpful for this because I kind of like write out what I've got going on and what I think I can and can't handle. Um, giving yourself permission to enjoy things without actively having to be helping or doing things for others. This is so hard and this is something that I've struggled with, especially being unemployed and spending so much time by myself. Like I am alone. All the time. And it feels weird because I feel like I'm not helping or doing anything. So there's a part of me that like schedules time to make sure I'm like talking to friends and doing things, but also knowing like it's okay to just sit on the couch for a little bit and read. It's okay to sit on the couch and watch TV. Like, just like it's okay to do things by yourself. Or like sometimes I would go when I would do solo brunch, I would go to solo brunch and I'd be like, I mean, I feel like I should have called someone to come with me. But like, the whole point was getting comfortable with being alone. So like I'd feel guilty that I didn't invite someone that I wanted to see to go to brunch with me. But then it was also like I needed this time to to learn to be okay with myself. Um, Taking care of yourself was the other one. Kind of spoke on that earlier. It's really important to like prioritize like your working out like all this stuff. I have friends that are so good at this. Like my friend Aaron, you know, I'd be like, oh, let's go. Um, uh, When we would be in Livermore together, um, I used to work like right by her work and there was a gym right there so she'd be like hey I'm just gonna hit a workout and then we can like hang out right after and I felt like that was a really good boundary that she had set of like I'm gonna get my gym time in and then I'm gonna talk to you and I thought that was like really good and I learned a lot from that because I'm just like well someone's to hang out like I guess it's a good excuse to skip a gym day and like you know what sometimes it is but just knowing like don't do that every time you know And the last one it says is prioritizing your own projects, wants, and desires over the demands and wants of others. And I think that's like the most perfect last point to end that on because, you know, it's not like I mean selfish has just become such a weaponizing word, but you know, like it's okay. Like you have a hustle yourself. Like I have been a part of this. And I think the most important thing is the balance. Like this part of like prioritize your own project projects and your wants and your needs and like do what you need to do, but don't get lost in it. you know? like just know and th- this is kind of goes back to the prioritizing the people who kind of make you feel good. It's like I did get a little too lost in my career in radio and I like suffered some relationships that I was able to build back, which is wonderful because I, I have friends who are patient and wonderful and everything. but you know, it's like it's not it's not a bad thing to want to succeed. It's not a bad thing to want to be like a CEO or whatever. and like, Figure out how to do that. And if sometimes that means that like, hey, I'm so sorry, I can't talk to you tonight because I'm working on a project like that's okay, But just make sure you make time the next time talk about them. I think like that's what what the healthy selfish comes in. It's like choosing yourself, but not abandoning, you know, your friends and family because you don't want to end up alone, you know? So I hope this was helpful. It was helpful for me. You know, I was like, listen, I'm having this problem. I'm going to research it and then I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. So, um, it's, it's a work in progress and I'll keep you updated on how I'm doing with it. But yeah. Okay. So let's get into the, I'm sorry, what moment of the week wrapping up here. I think the otter is going to be here soon. Um, trying to make it so he doesn't walk in, in the middle of the podcast, but like, you know, it's fine. Um, so really quick, actually, it's a kind of a uh, it's an I'm sorry what that kind of spawned from, I think, a moment I talked about last week where I was mentioning how, um, you know, the otter called out that I have been on TikTok a lot. And I was like, but I read a book, too. And then I was like thinking about it this morning and I was like, hold on, what is so wrong with me sitting on my phone and watching TikToks? And like, what? why is that so much worse than like reading a book. And I know you guys are thinking, Ashley, like, obviously, I get it. Like, books are educational, blah, blah, blah. But that's shit I learn on TikTok, OK? Like, I'm sorry, what? Why, why is sitting on social media for a little bit and scrolling such a bad thing? Like, why does that have such such a bad connotation? Like, obviously, I know, like, social media's got its bad parts. But I'm just saying that, like, if I need an hour to relax, like, why can't I just str- scroll? You know what I learned on there? I learned a lot about mental health. There are other bitches with anxiety like me on there. We're talking about our tools. I learn how to cook. I get recipes on there that I can make for later, like healthy cooking, healthy living. Um, I learn about Vanderpump Rules, which I love. You know, there's those parts. I get to see videos of dogs. That makes me happy instantly. I am also learning. This is where I pretty much get my news. You know, I get my news on TikTok. Um. You know, like what I'm like trying, I'm like home improvement. Like I'm on all sorts of sides of TikTok, and if there's one thing about me, it's like I'm gonna support, like people's hustles. Like I have pre-ordered like two books of people that I don't even like know, but I saw them on TikTok and they are trying to hustle, and I'm like, listen, uh, especially girls, like uh, girl supporting girls. Like I'm gonna do that. Like you know, I I learn all these things and I get to see people expressing their talents and support them. Like whether it's, you know, an Etsy store that I'm seeing or something like that. Obviously, I learn a lot about weddings. Like, I just feel like I'm getting this education and I'm supporting other people who are chasing their dreams. And I don't know why that's such a bad thing. Like, with a simple like button, like, you have the ability to kind of change someone's life or make their day. So why not, you know? And I've started a commenting now because I know that there's like a world, because I have time, so like there's a world in which, you know, that... That people are getting such negative comments and if something's funny I'm gonna tell them I think it's funny you know so I just I'm just saying I'm sorry what like why do we have to look down like why why are the book people getting so much street cred and I'm just over here like feeling like an idiot because I'm on TikTok for too long like I don't think that's a bad thing I just don't I know you obviously have to balance and one of my things I need to work on is like if I'm going to be on TikTok for an hour, maybe I should like respond to my text messages. Like that's my own trauma. But, you know, I just I just don't understand why like it's it's got such a bad rep. I mean, it will tell you when you've been scrolling for too long that I'm like, okay. I'm not saying that I am justifying you spending your whole day doing nothing, and ignoring your responsibilities to be on TikTok. I'm just saying that if if that is a form of self-care for you, I don't think we should shade it too much. Like, I'm sorry, what? I'm learning on there leave me alone I would have never seen the clip of Lala talking about cinema state and that was important to me I had to talk about it um and I it's an outlet for me obviously I'm on it and I talk about my day I talk about you know my mental health and things and it's just like it's like a little mini extension of the podcast so we love it but yeah. Anyway, so do your TikToks and don't feel shade. Okay. So thank you all so much for listening. This week is I'm sorry what weddings week. I'm gonna be solo again. Um, which you know I it's fine for me. Like obviously the goal is to have guests and stuff. But like this is what kept holding me back from doing it was I was like. I'm not going to have time to book guests. And so I shouldn't do it. And I'm like, what's wrong with doing an episode by myself? I do this whole podcast by myself and I've got a lot of fucking knowledge. There was still a lot of Ask Ashley questions that I have to answer. I want to talk about setting boundaries in um, a wedding stance. I also have to tell you the story about Kim from this weekend and lots of fun stuff. So there's a lot of good things coming on the podcast. Don't forget, you can ask me more questions. Um, hit me up on um instagram and i forgot my own platforms and tiktok at ashley sleek you can click in the link in the bio to be anonymous um yeah i have a lot of wedding stuff to talk about so we're gonna chat next week or sorry this week and i'm really excited thank you so much for listening to this podcast um like i said this is a dream come true for me i i love doing it it's keeping me sane it's making me so happy so um i really appreciate you all giving me the love and support. Please share this podcast with a friend, someone that you think would love it so they can become a loyalist of, um, I'm sorry, what as well. Excited to chat with you all this Friday about weddings. Oh, always the best. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I love you. Love you. Okay. Bye.